You are now listening to Capital 263. Free to say it. Free to do it. Hi, and welcome to another uh, edition of uh, Mike Said and Match with your host, uh, Lizwe Chitanganya, a.k.a. at Lizwe C on Twitter. Yes, uh, and um, yeah, welcome to Mike and Said and Match. Um, this is Josh, Six Legend, and uh, we welcome you to this special edition of Mike Said and Match where we're going to be looking specifically at the Super Rugby Weekend that's coming to you soon in Harare from the 28th of January. So, yeah, tune in, listen in, Rugby Fanatics, we got you today. This is all about rugby today. Yes, uh, Josh, we want to. We have a special guest who's joined us as usual on our Friday show, and uh, he's going to be helping us talk a bit more about the Super Rugby teams that are coming in on the 28th of January for a, um, a festive um, weekend at uh, National Sports Day. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be very explosive. Eh? It looks like it's going to be a very great weekend. Um, I remember the one last year. It was uh, it was a very fun weekend as well. That, that and, is uh, true. Yeah, and, uh, last year definitely when, uh, looking forward to this Cheetahs one. Cheetahs and Blue Bulls featured at uh, the National Sports Stadium. It was yeah. quite a great uh, weekend. Um, good day, sir. Good day. Um, please, thanks uh, for having me on the show. Uh, I'm Yashia Mchuchomi, Kara uh, Sports Business Development Director. And uh, it's a pleasure to be on Mike Set Match. What is Cairo Sports uh, doing in terms of the Super Rugby Weekend? So what we're doing is we're organizing and facilitating the, uh, the Super Rugby Weekend, the, what we're calling the Old Mutual Super Rugby Weekend. Okay. And so essentially we start from the start where we engage the teams about coming to Zim and then we organize the itinerary and we invite people to the match and, you know, just have a good day of rugby. Okay. okay. Um, so um, Cairo Sports is um, basically just trying to bring international rugby onto Zimbabwean soil. Yeah, we do quite a diverse number of things, which I'll touch on. Um, so I guess one of it, we're essentially a sports management company. Okay. So we, we manage sports people. So ideally, we, we look at athletes and we guide them f- from their teenage years all the way to their professional. Okay. And we started four years ago. I think the first boys we helped uh, was a few boys from PE and Churchill. And the boy who some might know well is Tapiwa Tsomondo. Okay. So we took Tsomondo when he was in Form 4 at PE and helped him to go to a, a top rugby school, Dale College in South Africa. Okay. And he developed and he made uh, Western Province and, and that, and he did well. And now he just got signed by the Bulls. So uh, oh, nice. I think it's almost uh, every one in three players we're helping are turning professional. So. Wow, incredible record. And dude. yeah, and at the very least, they're playing semi professional. Wow, right. nice. Is your focus only on rugby or you delve in, into other sports as well? So we do other sports. So we've moved more. We're now strongly also in athletics. We've helped a few athletes. Okay. We, we now coach a, a young boy called Peter who's nine and he's doing really well. Um, okay. He, he, he's, set, he's got the fastest time in Southern Africa for his wow. age group. Wow. At nine years old. Yeah. Wow. At his age group. And so he's developing. So we're working on him um, throughout so that we keep developing. But uh, there's a few other athletes we've been helping. And we, I don't know if you know, but uh, sometime last year we had Stanley Madiri, who is the yeah. Great Britain spring coach. Wow. For Great Britain. So we invited him to come to Zim. Came over down here. Yeah, I remember yeah. that time. And yeah. we did a coaching clinic. Uh, and, you know, he helped a lot of our athletes. So, I mean, him and Glenn Mills, who's uh, Usain Bolt's coach, are, are great buddies. They're almost like best mates. So, okay. So we tap into those people, come, and we use them to come and help 
develop talent here. And there's a few athletes who is identified here in Zim who've got a lot of potential. So we are working with to develop into professional athletes. Wow. Okay. Um, do people, do these youngsters apply to join Kairos or Kairos identifies as, uh, kids through scouting programs for, per se? I don't know. So we, we usually go and identify, but so we do have people who now come to us. Uh, we, we run a program called Protein Athletes. Okay. Pro protein program, which is kids want to go pro. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, we, we don't really advertise much because we want to work with specific, but we do okay. take on anyone okay. really. And we've got this philosophy that anyone can become an athlete if they're coached and trained right. So we work with quite a number. Most of the kids uh, who, who are the top athletes in their schools, we kind of know or work with in some way. But um, I guess, you know, working with uh, doing events is, is another aspect we work because it's almost like our sporting, helping athletes is a pro bono stuff. Yeah. So, okay. you know, uh, doing events is probably what keeps us relevant in, also in public and also okay. a self-sustainable way. Because we do work with the clubs, we feed the clubs with a lot of players. There's okay. a lot of talent, Zimbabwean talent, which, you, which people will see in the next four years Is it? coming through. It's, 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 it's ridiculous, uh, the amount of talented uh, talent. players around in this yeah, country. Yeah, we've actually been developed. Like, um, you know, we have, a, we have a long list of boys who we are monitoring, who are in clubs in South Africa and U.S. and England predominantly, who we are helping, and they're coming up really well. So that's what we do, and I guess you know because we work with the club. So it was it came up in one of our meetings when we were with uh, the teams down in South Africa. Like, mm -hmm. oh, why didn't you come to Zim? That's when last year we had the Bulls and the Cheetahs come down. Okay, okay. They had a good time, and I guess they both became Curry Cup finalists, and the Cheetahs yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> from coming down to Zimbabwe yeah. preseason. Yeah. Well, they have been mentioning it publicly that. Um, they're putting part of their success to the team building they had in Vic Falls. We organized a team building session. Which they have is, been very public about that. Yeah. Fact, yeah. So, you know, the team building, they did whitewater rafting and it helped them a lot. And, you know, it's, it's great to see that the team which won in Zimbabwe also won in, in the Curry Cup. And they won by a similar margin. In, in Harare, they won by 20 points. In yeah, South Africa, yeah, they won yeah, by yeah, 18. Yeah. And it was riffed by the same riff. Oh, is it? So, yeah, Yako Piper, and he's going to be refing again this on this the twenty eighth. On the twenty eighth, yeah. And we we quite excited um, to to have them down again, and you know, uh, now we've got the Super Rugby finalists, the Emirate Lions, also coming, and probably the most supported team in South Africa, which is the DHL Stormers. Stormers, yeah. yeah. And they and were the, the winners in the SA conference. Isn't yes, it? Yeah. Africa won conference winners. So, oh, yeah. which is which is fantastic. Have all those. When we, we, we just, um, to this afternoon, we got the team list for the teams coming down and um, we, we counted just over 35 Springbok-capped players. Yeah, in the promo, the promo video says uh, 35 yeah. Springboks are yeah. actually going to come from those four teams yeah. and they're coming down so, uh, to Zimbabwe. Yeah, so it's, it's now just slightly over uh, with some of the ones who confirmed this afternoon. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's fantastic. And, you know, we're just trying to grow the game in Zimbabwe. Oh, yeah. And, you know, uh, obviously, I think your typical rugby fan will come, but we're also trying to encourage uh, uh, non-traditional rugby fans to, to come and see this uh, spectacular and, and hopefully grow what can also be sports tourism in, in Zimbabwe. Okay. Mr. Nyesha, this is, this is an um, incredible feat uh, that you're pulling through. 
Um, I'll just uh, quickly maybe go into uh, the benefits uh, for the Zimbabwean uh, community. W- what do we stand to gain? I noticed last year we had uh, coaching clinics for young players in uh, Vic Falls, uh, Chitungiza, and Mabvuku, uh, some of the areas where these uh, pro players are, were holding these coaching clinics. What else is the Zimbabwean community benefiting from um, getting these big clubs coming and playing in uh, Zimbabwe? Yeah, so I think certainly inspiring young kids. We're going to have more coaching clinics. Also this year, we're going to add, we're going to go down to Mbare and, and do that. And yeah. the typical, we're also going to have one at Churchill who are the national champions, uh, according to us, for, for rugby. Okay. Uh, in 2016, 2016, they went un- okay. undefeated. Okay. Um, and I think, you know, these, these clubs attract uh, a lot more other clubs to come down. Yeah. As you can see, the Bulls and Cheetahs came, and the only reason why they're coming again is that they insisted on coming back. They kept calling us because we wanted two new teams, which were Lions and Stormers. Yeah. But they insisted on coming back, and it's great. Since that tour last year, we've had two other cricket clubs um, from wow. South Africa want wow. to come and just wow. have team-building activities here. Wow. And, you know, over time, uh, I think it's going to build to more professional teams coming and having here. It's, it's the same with athletics. Already, yeah. um, Stan Madiri, some of his coaches, athletes he coaches in England, they, in the summer, they want to train somewhere else different. So and that's... Uh, Zimbabwe is coming Zimbabwe up is one of those destinations. Yeah, so it, it helps with that. But in terms of um, other things where it helps is um, you, you look at having the best teams in the world. So eventually, I don't know if you've seen with Super Rugby that it's been growing. Yes, it yeah, is. definitely. It's now in Japan it's and, now in Japan and Argentina. Season. It's actually involving the whole southern hemisphere now. Yeah. So we're trying to place Zimbabwe as that next country where it can grow in Africa. Yeah. And, I mean, last year we had a crowd of 19,000 come. And okay. this year, like, for example, the Bull Bulls averaged a crowd of about, I think it's about 17,000, which is the average wow. for Super Rugby. So... Already and, we're, we're beating that, yeah, that, that total. And yeah. we had a, that was a pre-season game, a game which means nothing according to, to most. So eventually if we, the case we're putting towards Super Rugby is if we then host uh, an, an in-season game, like a, a game which, which means something, yeah. imagine much more of a crowd we could get um, and grow, grow the sport. Yeah. So I think, you know, Zimbabwe is placed well to be that second country, African country to host Super Rugby in, in, in their uh, aggressive expansion uh, model. Okay, and um, while, we are, while we are on that um, growing on Zimbabwe, are there any Zimbabwean um, professional teams that maybe you're looking maybe one day and when the tournament grows that uh, maybe can join in these uh, weekend tournaments maybe to play with these Blue Bulls and the Cheetahs maybe so that they can gain similar experience? Yeah. That's, sorry, sorry, sorry Gisha, that's, that's an ex- excellent question from Josh because... Um, some of the criticism is that um, we just get these uh, teams playing by themselves and they don't mm-hmm. engage with uh, local rug- rugby teams. Uh, we then do these um, professional or senior rugby, local rugby teams benefit besides uh, the co- coaching clinics uh, yeah. in terms of these super rugby, rugby teams coming up to Zimbabwe? Yeah. yeah. So I think like last year we're going to have uh, curtain raises. I think last year with the girls playing curtain raises. Yeah, yeah. With uh, P.E. Churchill P. E. with Churchill. Kyle. So this year we're going to have similar Kyle who play P.E. And we're going to have uh, Mutare. We thought Mutare gets overlooked at international tournaments. So we said they should come and play curtain raises versus XP horns. Okay. Unlike your traditional uh, powerhouses. Yeah. So that's due to attract people from all corners of the nation. Okay. But 
in terms of the teams playing a Zimbabwean team, um, we still have a while to go there because the teams are two weeks away from their competition. Their competition, yeah. So they, they don't want to be uh, messing too, around too with it. It's, it's actually a serious game for them because, like, uh, like I saw on the Bulls website, they've they've put already that Henry Pollard will start at fly half. Wow! Wow! You know, yeah, that's, that's, that's serious. Springboks fly off right yes. there, hundred pollet. Yeah. So I, I don't think it's you know if we play them, uh, in all fairness, it'll be a, a hundred plus scoreline, uh, and I, it's, <laughs> so Fair enough. we don't want Fair enough. Yeah. So these guys don't want to be playing uh, that sort of game two weeks before it's it's, it's competition. A it's the time to work out their combinations and and get that going. Yeah. Um. And and two, I think initially Zimbabwe rugby w- were trying to get the Sables to play Poland as a curtain raiser. Okay. And uh, that I think uh, whatever arrangement they had didn't work out well. But okay. we had said, look, we're happy for them to play on that day. There's, but, um, there's enough room for them to play. Yeah. And and I mean, even if we look a step further back, that uh, we our best club in, in Zimbabwe, the Old Georgians. Played this year in the Gold Cup. They didn't do so well. They didn't the gold, do so well. The gold and, Cup, yeah. and it's we should indicate that Gold Cup is at least two levels or, or below three. Super rugby. Below, below Super rugby. rugby. Yeah. And and we want to say and OGs would have predominantly the most national team players. Yeah. And so it's just it's a reflection on the quality of our yeah. teams. Yeah. Really. No, that makes sense. Uh, like um, definitely one day we would like um Zimbabwean rugby to to have improved to that level as well. Yeah. Given that you're also training these young players through your yeah. program, and they yeah. get to benefit from the coaching clinics yeah. directed by some of these teams. So maybe one day yeah. we will have a crop of players that can uh, match that level. Yeah, and I, and I think just for us to develop Zimbabwe rugby uh, last year, I don't know if you know, a month after the Super Rugby teams left. Yeah. We we organized a match for Pumas versus our our Sables yes. in Blueo. Oh, that was Kairos as well. Yes. Okay. So th- that was us trying to find that gap because Pumas were were trying to get ready for their current season. Yes, yes. 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 Yeah. And we thought it was fair enough, but uh, I think again when we were playing Pumas, which is considered there as a weak team, uh, it was sixty-two-zero versus yeah. our national team or select side, which which was. So the, uh, we will keep doing those sort of ones, uh, organizing that for uh, the Zimbabwe rugby. We, we've offered our services to them uh, regarding organizing fixtures. So uh, we do see a need, but I think, you know, in a couple of years' time, like I'm saying, I think that the talented boys coming through um, will, will represent Zimbabwe very well. Which leads me to my next question, Mr. Nyasha. Um, where is the disconnect between the quality that we see in high school rugby and then um, the, the quality that we then see in local uh, rugby with our national right. team. Our under-19s will be at the Junior World Cup and they constantly feature those tournaments, those big tournaments. They're talented. Um, next thing you see them popping up in Australia. Um, today I just noticed uh, one uh, Mike Williams who was yeah. in Blois is now being selected for England to play their six nations uh, to be in the six nations squad so where is that disconnect what then happens just slightly after school after high school in terms of the quality do we not have enough say academies that can be able to develop these talented youngsters further or do we not have certain contracts that we can have these boys sign when they go outside there so that they can be able once they learn what they need to they can come back and play for the Zimbabwe national team 
Yeah, so I think you, you, you touched on a good topic there in the sense that um, our development, uh, continual development between the years of 17 to 21 are very critical in a rugby player's they are. development. And we're not training long enough and hard enough and we're, we're not, we don't have the right expertise to, to develop players later on. Uh-huh. In fact, if anything, the, the intensity kind of drops from from high, high school, school to, to club to professional club level, yeah. Um, and, you know, I guess because we're, our clubs are not professional, but when we start talking about contracting players and players earning a bit of an income from rugby yeah. locally, that's when it does. So, uh, you know, we are ones who are big on when we identify kids who are finishing high school and are doing well, we, uh, we encourage them to go in and play club outside the country uh-huh. and avail themselves to national team. That's the, right now, that's the short-term fix. Okay. But there needs to be a long-term fix where our clubs need to... I think OGs have done really well. They've and done incredibly well. So they've, yeah, they've tried. They've pushed the level of professionalism here, a step up which has forced uh, the two or three other clubs who are next in line to, to step up a bit, mm-hmm. which is good. And But, you know, we're going to need to to drastically look at that as a nation and see how we can because we'll keep losing players and and w- one of the reasons why we end up losing players to other c- countries is uh we're not keeping in touch with them um mm-hmm. when players are, are going outside no one is keeping a database on on what they're doing where they doing. are it is yeah. yes. so uh, just like yourself if if no one takes an interest in you um yeah. when you when you're no one and when you just start making it then all of a sudden they, people they, start they, calling yeah, something yeah, yeah. You, 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 you know, that's how, fortunately, how, that's how we're wired as human beings. We, we will trust the person who, who believed in who us. Who was there from the get-go. And unfortunately, 90% of the time, like we've seen with guys like Carl Goodwin in Australia or mm-hmm. David Pocock or yeah. Mark Williams now, yeah. the people who gave him a chance are the people who he's now going to be playing for. Yeah. Playing for. Um, but as an organization ourselves, we, Kara Sports, we, we, we do have a database on players we monitor. Okay. Do, do you feed that uh, database uh, to ZRU? Do you have a connection? Do you have a yeah? Know, I guess we we somewhat consult informally to, to the ZRU. Okay. Um, we've been pushing to, for it to be more formal, um, but I can say we when we do talk to players for them. Like okay. We, okay. We tend to have a better relationship with players. Uh, I guess being a private company, you. You work on certain things, and yeah, yeah. so I guess we we have uh, better chances of talking to players and say, oh, "Look, I think come play for Zoom and and this and that, and and see them so that they see the benefits." And which has been worked out well for, I think, a lot of the players who came for the under twenty. Okay, uh, a bulk of them uh, were 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 strong links with or. Or the reason why they were where they were outside of Zim was because of, of Kairos Kairos sports. So because we've helped them get up there, they they tend to take our words. So um, okay, yeah. So maybe um, what's the ultimate vision for Kairos sports for Zimbabwean sports? Are we going to see more tournaments like this in other sports? Let's say in cricket, in football, maybe athletics competitions, something like that. Yeah, certainly. I mean, our vision is to to nurture nurture talent. And I think this all does add to nurturing talent. When kids come and watch the, the, the world's best and meet them, like last year when we had the coaching clinic at PE, some of the kids just realized that they were the same size as, like some of the props at PE realized yeah. they were the same size as Trevor Nyakani, who's a, a South African national player. Yeah. yeah. So it makes them self-believe. So I think we're going to see more in, in other sports. Like I think... Uh, 
you know, it, it's it's we'll obviously start with the bigger sports in 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 Zimbabwe and naturally progress to the other ones. But you know, the next five years for us, uh, we're really excited to keep growing uh, sports in general in Zimbabwe. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Um. So for the tournament that's coming up this weekend, um, where can people access tickets and the pricings and everything, all that jazz. And are we going to be giving our tickets on Mike Sutton match? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> certainly. There are five tickets for, for your show, for your listeners. Ah, beautiful. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> uh, no thank so, you. Um, uh, and in terms of what people can get them from, from spas, from this, we, we partnered with spa to, to distribute tickets. So spa bridge, spa village, spa in Queensdale, uh, Brayside, Litombo, Mutare, and in Bloeo, the hillside one, and in uh, in Central Arare, Montague, uh, all have tickets, and you can also get them online at webticket.com. Okay, what's the arrangement? VIP tickets, how much are they? VIP are $25, and then your general at $5, so we try to make it affordable for everyone, and okay. then school kids are $2. Uh, right. So, okay. you know. And these tickets are for the day or for the whole weekend? Uh, for the day, so okay. all matches are in one day on yeah, one so, Saturday, twenty. Okay. Yeah. okay, okay. So all matches on one day. We're going to start with PE versus Cal at ten, then Mutare versus XP Horns at eleven, and then uh, we're going to have some tag rugby, some development rugby in between. Yeah, yeah. And important. then yeah, then uh, we'll have the Bulls, the Vodacom Bulls, take on the Emirates Lions at one o'clock, uh-huh. um, and the Cheetahs versus the DHL Stormers at 3:15. Wow. So those those are the games and I think the Bulls and Cheetah the Bulls and Lions, Lions game will be very exciting because they've both confirmed that they bring a full strength squad and wow. oh, nice. So it'll be a strength on strength uh Okay, so what, what does this uh, mean in general for Zim, Zim rugby? I noticed last year you took uh, Blue Bulls went to Victoria Falls. Mm. Are these teams also going to help with a bit of tourism and uh, travel around the country to certain sports like Vic Falls, for example? Yeah, so they're going to go there after, after the game on, on Sunday. Okay. Uh, for a few days, then they leave on Wednesday morning. Okay. So I think Vic Falls is a very useful thing. You know, it helps us attract such. Uh, but um, it, these players are taking a lot of photos, videos. Yeah, and yeah which goes on social media and all that. Yeah, and I think last year before they, in, like I, if we talk for the Bulls, for example, in fact, none of the touring squad from the Bulls, which were 56 of them, had been, had been to Zimbabwe. Wow. And this was the first time, and there was a bit of criticism online to them, like, why are you going to Zimbabwe? Uh-huh. And they came, they had a good time, amazing time. And several of their players have come to Zim since that. Just to visit yeah, by with their families, which is amazing. And, this you is know, incredible. And for them as an organization to insist to come back again. Um, that, that, speaks, uh, that speaks volumes yeah. about, about what they, how they feel about Zimbabwe. Yeah. And I think in the first year, we, we covered all costs for, the, for them to experience Big Falls and, and all of that. Uh-huh. This year around, they've... They've already. I've noticed they've booked certain activities in Vic Falls, okay. which which they're paying for and and going an extra amount for. So, you know that that's also kind of good that they they now we're bringing that and we started getting. I think Land Rover in South Africa um, has also started coming on board as a partner of ours too. Wow, wow. So, uh, Old Mitchell is a, a huge partner for Zim Rugby. 
and yeah. uh, for this um yeah. for this weekend, weekend. Yeah. yeah i think old mutual are doing a fantastic job in uh, developing rugby they sponsor all the way from six years to, wow. to under 20s so they're, they're pretty much uh bankrolling rugby in in zimbabwe and developing talent and they are our title sponsor this for this event and their logic is um it's this event should inspire the the whole rugby fraternity for the year and hopefully we have quality rugby uh being played uh, during the year after watching okay i, I guess one of the major questions that people would want to hear is um are we ever going to get an official super rugby match in zimbabwe anytime soon yeah i think we're in talks with the teams for that uh for hopefully 2018 uh, okay and i think if, if people come out in their numbers again it, it just makes a strong yeah, it makes uh, it influences the teams much and, and, more and what spreads around uh funny enough because like i think it was just a few days ago we got a call from the queensland reds wow we, um they they're after the videotape between Lions versus uh, Bulls. They want to see what form the Lions are in. Okay. So okay. because we're not televising it, the only way to watch the game is by coming. Cam, coming, so, okay. So we've had, you know, like other Super Rugby teams asking for that footage. So it just shows how, Why like the interest. Is, people yeah. now, everyone now knows that these teams are in Zimbabwe and they're here. It's been on Super Sport. It's been on all the major yeah, sports. Yeah, just sport. and everything. Yeah, worldwide, So which is great. To, to put them uh, a focus on Zimbabwe. Okay, so this is not going to be online stream, nothing, no television at all. No. So the best way to enjoy this weekend is to be <laughs> to, there. To come. And it's actually, it's worth noting that it's actually the first time um, two Super Rugby matches have been played on the same day at the same venue. Wow. Which, uh, so as a rugby fan, you... It's, um, it's once in a lifetime. Yeah, once in a lifetime. Price for one to, to watch the <laughs> uh, Definitely. Uh, oh. Is the choice uh, for National Sports Stadium based on the uh, capacity or the teams felt the pitch there was better? Uh, we, we usually get uh, Zimbabwe playing either at Prince Edward or at the police grounds there. Um, what's, why did these teams choose to play at the National Sports Stadium? Yeah, that's a good point, Lisa. I think yeah. it's, uh, it's worth clarifying that. The, the reason why the, the teams have given us conditions for them to also come. Okay. And one is the pitch. Uh, it has to be flat. So okay. actually the only field in Zimbabwe which is flat is the, uh, National, Sports is the National Sports Stadium. Wow. The rest have got bumps and lumps in them. Uh-huh. And I think, too, it's also uh, the best facility we have in, in Zimbabwe. And, and, and when I mean that, it's, it's so the only one which has a good ratio between crowd to, to ablutions. Okay. Uh, okay. all, all our other sports club, I don't know if, how many people go yeah, and watch. Yeah, yeah uh, we do, actually. It's, 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 it's not, not as, comfortable, especially yeah. for ladies. Uh, it, yes. it's, it's really not a comfortable place. Yeah, because this is a family event. We yeah. want the kids, the and moms. The, yeah, yeah, that's it. So it's, we, we talk about growing the game, and this is one way. And and two, I think for uh, we, we normally get a lot of corporates, and it, it's, the, it's the best venue for, for corporate seating and, okay. and, and okay. for them to enjoy the game. Um, but, and again, you know, the only, most of the other grounds don't take more than 8,000 people. Okay. Okay. Um, so again, like last year with 18,000, no other field in Zimbabwe could have taken that crowd. None at all. Um, so I guess it was a bit spread out because the stadiums are 60,000, uh, 60, 60, yeah. 65, but, um, you know, it's kind of the best and it's, it's a bit spacious. The parking is great and the changing rooms are fantastic. There are no better change rooms. We went around to all the sporting clubs and, and, and assessed that. It's got the best facility. So in terms of that, and, you know, 
the teams are used to playing in these sort of uh, yeah, in the best in the best fields they've got the best facilities yeah. the best uh, changing rooms and everything and you want to offer the same standard as well yeah and you know like the teams we can only surprise them because for curry cup like for example down in cape town they can sometimes play in 5000 uh, for curry cup because it's not oh, as popular yeah. as super rugby yeah, yeah. and yeah. yet we had 18 and you know in so yeah, yeah so both teams last year were blown away so um, there's no real expectations on the crowd attendance from the teams okay because for their preseason they they, they get very low numbers okay so okay. we can only surprise them we can only shock them with the high attendance um and just uh, finally are there any Zimbabwean players in these uh four teams that are coming up any names worth mentioning mm, that course, you might have to look at yeah now it was close i think Tomondo was close to to being in the touring squad but okay, he, okay. but he just uh, he was in the uh training squad but he didn't uh, make the touring yeah, squad. We, I just saw today on the list, but we are close to getting there. I think in May. I think next year we might see a few. There's a few young kids who are doing well at these teams. Like I, I know Stephen Basera is in the under 21s uh-huh, for uh-huh. for Lions and the Cheetahs. There's Daniel Nyamugama and um, there's a, there's a few other who I can mention who are just close to to cracking it into the. And and I, I know Eli Snayman who's who's at the who ended up playing for South Africa in the 20 World Cup. Okay. He, he played Curry Cup for, for Bulls. Wow. And I think he's he just um, fell short again making the squad. And we've got uh, Ngoni Moyo, who was at St. George's a few years ago, uh-huh. finished off his high school in South Africa and he just got a contract for under-19. So he's another one. He's a uh, tight-head prop who's, who's coming up well. All right. Incredible. Incredible stuff. Um I'd say finally, but I just, <laughs> yeah, remember I just remembered one more thing. I have one more question. I think yeah. this has to be the final one. Uh, what are the prospects for the Z-Men side uh, for 2017? Um, do you think uh, we're going to get better? I know we've dropped uh, in the levels mm-hmm. of our performance, uh, one level down in the B, B division now. Um, is there any hope for a resurgence of uh, Zim rugby, Z-Men's rugby or... It's um, you see you're seeing another dark year, as uh, Nodi Kanyangara put it. Yeah, so, so I think you know with the talent in them, you always have to be optimistic with with the potential. Yeah, but I think what's key for the Zimbabwe Rugby Union to get right is the selection of the CEO mm-hmm. and also the director of rugby. Yeah, um, those positions are key. The director of rugby, if you if they appoint a, a good person can kind of get the on-field performance changed kind of almost overnight, really. Yeah. Because, and then work on the things like fitness and strength uh, later on. But in te- tactically, we need a, we need a, a, a lot of uh, improvement in that. And, and there's a lot of talent out there. If, if we approach them correctly and if we show them that we've got the right structures yeah. set up, there they, they are pe- players out there who are keen on coming to play. So we'll see. I think, um, it'll be interesting to see how we go this year, but um, I mean, I wish them the best, and I always want them to do well. But um, we at the end of the day, it, it depends on uh, what they're planning in the ZRU and and stuff. And okay, uh, well, thank you for joining us on Mike Set and Match uh, Nyasha. We will be in touch and we'll keep hyping yeah. up. Who are you guys uh, supporting anyway? On the <laughs> I'm a um, Sharks fan. I hope Sharks come next year. Yeah, um, I want to see beasts. Uh, yeah. Those are, those are my boys. Yeah, um, I, I hope. But um, for this tournament, I'll be backing the Lions. 
because okay. I'm not a Blue Bulls fan. That's the last team I'll ever yeah, support this one. I'm just gonna be there watching the rugby. That, that's all. Like. <laughs> nah, fair enough. Yeah. All right, thank uh, you. Well, thank for you, you will have to consider the Sharks next year. Now. Yeah, please do. Please do. We yeah. want to see um, the Sharks are in Zimbabwe. Okay. Yep, um, that's it for yep. the first edition of uh, Mike's Seven Match on a Friday. As you heard, we've got five tickets to give away. So yeah, yeah, five yeah. lucky listeners, if you listen it, if you listen to this show, DM me, DM Lizwe, DM Mike's Seven Match, and you might be in the run to win yourself a rugby ticket. The first, um, say, three, four people to DM us um, yeah. Yeah. are going to get tickets. And you can only... Win the ticket if you listen to this show because we're not going to tweet this. We're not, not going to say <laughs> So if you haven't listened to the show, you're not in the running for a ticket. Uh, we'll just have five free tickets next Saturday, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. All right. Thanks, Mr. Nyesha. Yeah, no worries. Thanks, cool. guys. Cool. You are now listening to Capital 263. Free to say it. Free to do it.